It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis. Lennox, I'm coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I, in I seven or eight seconds? For this fight. I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and vicious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their floor. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Now, Mike, Mike. One to another episode of Ringside Fracas. Today we've got a full house. Uh, we've got Naeem, Jide, and Sam's boys. How are we doing? Good, good, good. good. All good. Today for should be a really good episode. <clears throat> Did I get Jide? Prodigal son is back. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. That's been in Ghana for a little bit. Let's talk about that first. What have you been up to there? Ghana was good, man. I went for a cultural holiday, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to go sightseeing and go to the waterfalls, you know. If anybody follows Jidia on any social media, we know that's not true. That's not what you I didn't watching. see anyway. one landmark or any <laughs> I didn't see no tourist attraction. was flipping party Boom. after party after party and finish at 7 a.m. <laughs> see, this is, this is the issue with, with social media. We only believe what we see. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, I purposely didn't post all like the Cape Coast and all the cultural stuff because that was to my heart. You know what I mean? That is important to me. So I I, I showed what I wanted the the people to see in it, but it was a great trip still. Fair enough, fair enough. I feel like you had fun, man. Like you, have yeah, well, you showed us one side of things, didn't it? It would have been nice to see, you know, some of the see, green. See, see, I didn't like, even come out during the daytime, just came out like a vampire on the night. <laughs> nah, I can't lie, it was lit, man. It was lit. I had a good nah, time. I looked fun, I was jealous. I can't lie, I was very, very jealous. But yeah, um, we've got a full house today. We've got a lot to talk about um, in terms of boxing. We had a fight uh, last night. 
Um, we're going to get into that as well. We've just had some breaking news about um, Shakur Stevenson and Oscar Valdez. We'll go into that first. Um, and yeah, just uh, stick with us. Make sure you guys comment in the in the live uh, comment section and um, interact with us as well as we go through these topics. But um, yeah, let's just kick the show off um, and start off with what what's just been announced now, which is um, Shackle Stevenson and Oscar Valdez uh, are a step closer into finalising a date for their uh, unification bout. This is one that we've all talked about in, in the group chat, something that's it's quite an, an, an exciting fight as well. Um, it looks like Shakur wants all the smoke. But um, let me start with you, Jade. Um, What do you think about uh, this fight? And um, yeah, what do you think about Sh- Sh- Shakur's like, um, timeline in terms of 2022 as well? Um, it's a great fight, man. I'm, I'm very happy this fight's happened. Like, we've been saying it for all last year that Bob Aaron has been keeping Oscar Valdez away from Shakur. It's like he's been trying to build and, and trying to like create that Mexican base, that Mexican fan base. And his plan was hopefully not to let Shakur destroy that guy's stuff. So that was the risk, right? So I'm very happy. I'm proud of Bob Arum. In fact, I feel like he done this to try to shake the 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 racism allegation. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. He, he was thinking, nah, man, this is hot. Let me let me quickly make a... You're going to me off here. Let me... <laughs> yeah, let me, let me pull some because no I one... Said, is... Love don't fit. You got to quit, baby. <laughs> but he, he just... He just he did it to get the heat off him. That's what I feel. But in saying that, though, that's an amazing fight. That's the best fight you can make at that in that division. And we get... Like, this is Shakur's time. And I feel like he beats up Oscar Valdez. Oscar Valdez is a great fighter, don't get me wrong. He's got a lot of good attributes. He's got great timing. That's one of the best things about him. But I just feel like Shakur's just bigger than him, longer than him, faster than him. Elite timing himself. Quicker feet. Like, this... In almost the only attribute I feel like Oscar Valdez probably has over Shakur might, might be power because I feel like that boy don't hit hard. But apart from that, I don't Shakur, know about that. The, mm, I feel like I, I don't feel like Shakur's got power. Like, and and I feel like although Oscar Valdez has been in a lighter weight, I feel like it still has a bit more pop than Shakur. Like, I legit feel like Shakur hits like a lesbian. Big man. You... <laughs> okay. Elite fighter though. Elite fighter. No, no. He's pure boxing. He is elite. He is clear. God. Yeah, but power Did you watch, um Valdez's last fight? He struggles versus like pure boxers. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's what I'm trying to say. That's why I feel like Shakur just violates him. Shakur beats him up, man. Shakur, but, Shakur beats him up. But yeah, yeah I, I can't wait for that fight to happen, man. It's a sick fight. Uh, Neem, let me come to you next. Shakur is your guy. Shakur is your guy. He's one of the guys that you have up there as like one of the top prospects. And you've put a lot of stocks in him as well. What do you think about this fight, and um, how do you think this fight plays out as well? And do you actually think it'll be it'll happen? Because obviously there's talks about it, and it's getting a step closer. But this is boxing; you know, anything can happen. Um, just a, a couple of weeks ago, we thought Canelo's going to fight Carbo, whatever his name is. So, and that's not going to happen anymore. So, what, do you think this fight's actually going to happen, and how do you think it's going to play out? I mean, they're on the same promotion, so the only reason that this fight won't happen is because uh, Oscar doesn't want that smoke with Shakur, or they ran out of herbal tea in Asda, so he can't get his, you know stim up um but as in terms of how the fight will go just a clear decision like like the jamel herring fight went just a clear shut out decision from shakur he'll beat him up for a few rounds until the corner or valdez calls it quits unless shakur for some shakur reason stopped, he not stopped herring though, no? yeah yeah so like, wasn't a decision. he stopped him no, no i'm saying like yeah but it would have gone to a decision I, like the stoppage was a bit like 
Yeah, he was getting beat up. That's why the ref was like, nah, you, you're taking enough. You're not going to come back. So something like that. Um, but yeah, no, just just clear decision. Unless like for some reason, like I said, he sells out and he just starts t- trying to trade like uh, Haney sometimes does and stuff like that and gets caught up in it. But Shakur's, he's that type of guy when you watch him box, you can tell his head switched on. He's there for the win and his like his skill levels just above everyone who's he's who he's ever fought. And these, this is the type of fight where we're going to look back at it in 20 years and we're going to say that this was well, Jamel Herring was for me his coming out fight. This for, this is like his coming out to the entire world. This, this is the type of fight that will get him into that pound for pound list, in my opinion, when he gets that win. So I'm just excited, man. My stock's going to pay off finally, and uh, yeah. We're gonna get that Hubble T brought out. That's that Bitcoin, Bitcoin, Bitcoin stocks. <laughs> yeah. Um, having fighting fighting Valdez straight after Herring's lit though. I hope it does happen. Yeah, elite. the two of the champions that were there before you became champion. So you come yeah, into the division. The two of the champions you take out and Valdez. Let's be real. He took out the best um, one thirty pounder in Miguel Barcel, and he absolutely dominated him until he knocked him out. So this is a guy who's dangerous, who could have a claim for pound for pound status as, you, as well as yourself so this again like i said this win whoever wins this shakur is no there's no doubt um is going to become a pound for pound fighter so it's just exciting to watch because after this you've got that 135 pound division to enter so there's exciting things to come definitely uh samson let me ask you a bit of a different question i'm going to ask you how you think the fight goes i'm going to ask you your opinion about the fight being scheduled but what do you think the key things are for Valdez that he can bring into this fight to disturb um, Shakur? Because it seems like everyone's of the opinion that this is a shot for Shakur and if he wins. But what do you think he can do to make the narrative a bit different? It's simple. you got to go hit up your boy Eddie and say, listen, this is a non-winnable fight. I need to go and load up on all of the stuffs. Go <laughs> load up on everything you can load up on. Get that stimulant thing. Get that weight off on whatever you're doing. You know, load it all up. And, it's scarfish, and- all the drugs. Yeah, yeah, because you're not going to win the fight. Shakur, <laughs> my boy, yeah, like Neon said, we're paying, it's time to pay up now. We're monetizing now. Like, we're about to eat big. Like, we've been, we've been cashing, we've been piling, the, put, putting in heavy lump sums here on our boy Shakur from when he was young, from when he was a kid, when his voice ain't been broken. Yeah? So now, we're about to eat heavy. Like, and I'm even looking past, I'm looking past all this. I'm saying, one, three, five. Start, start shaking, start run, start getting, start getting ready to move away from the weight because my boy is coming, he's coming fast, and you know what that means. Like, no, when pause, he... pause, 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 pause. Hey, that was a maddest pause. <laughs> <game. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, the four K. Hey, pause, yo. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's coming, man. Like, it's it's long for everyone. Like, this is this is the. Um, Jamal Herring, we're sorry, man. We're sorry we had to do that to you. But we had to come out to the world. And this is the here's my stamp of here's my stamp now. I'm, my foot is on the door, everyone. Like you either roll over or you run off. It's, it's, it's there's no other ways about it. Do you know what I'm saying? So for Valdez, I can't lie to you. The only way he wins this really and truly, if you get all the drugs up in your system and manage to bust case and not get caught, then you gotta make it some sort of rough house fight. But my boy Shakur don't mind that. We've seen him do this. Like we've seen. If you go and check the tapes here, go and check a young 16-year-old um Shakur against uh, Devin Haney. When Devin Haney's trying to stick on him, my boy Shakur says, Don't worry about that. We've got set up for that. So when Valdez comes in, and I do like he's a powerful puncher, I know he can punch and he can hit well and he can take you out. But Shakur's too skilled. He's not gonna get his head isn't 
you, you're not going to get inside his head and make him fight outside his game plan. If he sees an opening, he's going to take it. That's what he, that's what he does. He eats the food that's on the table. But he's not going to go searching for more than what's available. So if it has to be a shot at, it's a shot at. If it has to beat you up and the referee stops it, he beats you and stops it. Like, and don't get twisted. He's got pop. I don't care what Jade says. He's got pop too. Yeah, so, I feel pop as well. He's still growing. He's still he's still a young boy. Like he's still gonna feel out as well. Everyone keeps so, talking about he's still growing, bro. The boy is like twenty three, bro. He's a man now. Well, he's not. He ain't got his man strength yet. You can see it. He's, he's a baby. He's a baby. Bro, you just called him a lesbian, man. He probably ain't got his man strength yet, man. <laughs> his man strength ain't setting yet. It's not. It's not. It's the same way as so. Um, people are disinhaney in it. It is. We're just saying these men don't hit hard. It's like, I feel like the elite boxers, for whatever reason, they just don't have power. It's like they had to develop everything around the power. So, and if we need to, if we really need to, we can go and get him in the snack program. We can we can work on that. It's you fine. keep saying weed, man. Listen, you're a PBC guy. Stop putting your stock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. Stop rank fire. Stop. We're working on that contract. We're working on that contract. <laughs> our, boy, our, our new boy, he's soon to, who's accepted that yet. Fighting with the Bob Arams of the world, the top ranks in the world, ain't the way forward. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. showing light. Yeah, the old the old dogs showing that to young dogs and saying, "Listen, guys, this racist over here ain't getting us the fights, ain't getting us paid." Yeah, so what we need to do is leave Bob Arum, like we done been telling you since day dot, like with our boy Floyd, we done told you pay ourselves out of contract 700 k to go and make five m's and whatever thirty m's. That's what we have to do. Like, we've shown you this. Leave Bob Arum. It's just if you're black and you're a fighter, don't fight with Bob Abram. You're not gonna get the opportunity. If you ain't Mexican or Philippine, Filipino or some sort of like special, special talent that isn't black, leave Bob Abram. It's not for you. But if you want to go there and have your career stifled, no problem. So, but my my boy should call smarter than that. So he's gonna leave them. Quality for PBC. Quality. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask he's a question? Um, just quickly, what limit? In terms of his career, what limit do you think Shakur can get to in terms of weight? Like, where, where he can be successful at? You get to one for seven. Easy. Jede? Boy, if he, if he doesn't get the pop game, then he's in yeah. trouble. Well, it's a whiff. It's a myth. I can't lie. It's but, but he can't. I feel like he has the skills to get to one for seven. He, def- he definitely has the skills to... He dimensions help him as well. And the long. dimensions, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, if he, if he gets the... Like it doesn't even even have to be knockout power. If it's respectable power where you you just can't walk through him, then he'll be all right. He has That's similar builds as like Crawford and them lot. Obviously, huh? he's lighter. So he's the same height as Crawford. Oh, I thought you said he has similar. Like you're talking about, he hits hard. Like my boy. No, like, no, 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 no. Yeah, no yeah. My, my my boy Crawford's a real bangers. Like you know, what I mean? nah, 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 not he sleeps boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know, I know certain man. That's why certain man they be they be running for that smoke because my boy Crawford. Be, he, <laughs> hey, go back to Ghana, man. We've had a break. <laughs> this my, boy, my boy Crawford be really sleeping, guys. I'm just saying, but now listen, ringside, ringside peeps. If we all put in one pound, we can get my ticket back to Ghana. Just a one way. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't be mind looking at him, fam. I, like, I won't mind. I'll go listen. I'll tell my workplace, hey, make me fully remote, man. This this shit's like what me in the UK. I don't mind. You wouldn't mind. Look at this guy. But um moving on from um uh Shakur and Oscar, we are really looking forward to that fight. I do hope it gets fine. Because I'm excited. Yeah, no, I said I remember saying, yeah, that 2022 is the year we get the fights. We're mm. gonna get the fights again. We're starting off and we're looking like we're trying to push that narrative. We're gonna get the fights. Yeah, mm. so if we get that 
it's a nice tick on the yeah. This is the road of all the fights we want, all the smoke. It's, it's, on, the, it's on the table. And also because of the reputation that Valdez has already built for himself, we didn't really see this one coming. It's come a bit left field because when we had our end end the year lists and wish lists, we didn't really have his name in there because we genuinely think it's gonna happen. He has yeah. been blocking that smoke, so it would be nice for him to switch that narrative around and be like, nah, I did want the fight all along and this is why it's happening. So yeah, hopefully we do get that fight and um yeah, I feel it's gonna it's gonna be a banger. I would definitely I think we should do a, a watch long for that as well. Hundred percent watch long for that because that's gonna be a good fight. Um and Shakur is one of Ringside's home fighters. You know, we'll have a lot of stuck in it stuck in him as well. But um yeah, moving on from that, there was um we had our uh, light heavyweight con- content um competition this weekend. Um Joe Smith Jr. versus Steve Jeff Jeff um, Smith stopped in the ninth round. Um, I watched the fight. I, I, I tapped in around round four, and up to, to the knockout, it was just quite. It was just. It was all Joe Smith Jr. But at the same time, he was just cruising. Um, I'm gonna come to you first, Sams. I don't know if you've caught the fight or caught the highlights. Yeah, it was. What, what did you think of the fight, and what do you what do you think this means for Joe Smith Jr. moving forward? To be honest with you, as much as like it was nothing special, it was exactly as we expected it to be. It was it was a um a step in challenge job. We was expecting Callum Smith and was always looking forward to Callum Smith dialing a real bang of a, t- of, a, of a fight. This was nothing but a keep him busy fight. But you know he's got his first defense and they were, and they was really hammering at home. Like yeah, first defense out of the way, mate. No one gives a monkeys. That was a body bag in there as far as I'm concerned. He tapped out. Um, uh, what's his name? Joe, wasn't it? Yeah, he tapped. He japped, he literally said, Okay, I've lost this fight, I'm not winning this fight, so let me not get knocked out, even though I got knocked out in the end. But he was really safety first and it was basically a lab body back, so yeah, nothing much to it. But going forward, we do want to see him against, um, if I'm correct, Anthony Yard is number one, uh, manager for the shot now. That's a that's a cracking fight, please get that on. We need that, we need Anthony Yard with a belt now, like there's no other two ways about it. Get that on, and I reckon Yard does have the skills and the power. It would be a proper good fight. It would be a shootout as well, if it needs to be. And Yard takes it. Do you think Yard would have gained some confidence watching that, that performance? Yeah, um, I don't think it would. I don't think he would have looked at it and thought, "Oh yeah, okay, I've got a beam on him," because he knew who he was in there with. If this was Callum Smith and Callum Smith, then, then Yard obviously would have been like, "Okay, Callum Johnson." Callum Johnson. Johnson. Yeah, it's my bad. Yeah, would have, that would have been food, but yeah. nothing special to it. Yeah. Yeah, um, when I was watching the fight, I just, uh, Jeff Farrar's coach was bullying him. Oh my gosh, the guy looked like he didn't want to be there. He was actually just bullying him. He's like, get in there, this guy's beating you up, beat him up. And man started complaining about his shoulders, like, oh, my shoulder hurts. All this, all that. You could just tell that his head was not in that fight, which is why I thought the fight would have ended a lot earlier and it would have been a bit more of a statement. But um, we see that this, like, COVID is affecting these fighters mentally as well when we have these, you know, last minute changes and things like that. But um, let me come to you, Naeem. You did a, a, a live uh, commentary on the fight while the fight was happening on the Ringside account, um, which was quite good as well. If any of you guys, I think actually you can go back and read those tweets as well. Um, it was quite enjoyable. Um, but um, has your opinion from what you were tweeting changed going back to the fight or do you still think it's exactly what you were saying, how you were kind of um, commentating on the fight is exactly how the fight went? Um, I thought uh, Callum, uh, not Callum, sorry, Joe Smith would go out and look for a sort of like a statement win. Even when it's someone like Jafrad who's never been at that level, getting a big highlight reel knockout is still a good thing to have, especially to start the year off with. Um, but that whole fight just seemed more like a sparring session rather than 
an actual fight in itself where you know you had Jafrad covering up and you know fair play to Jafrad he was meant to fight on a South Florida club show you know he's just boxing eight rounds and then he got the call a week you know a week a week ago saying you know he's out we need someone to replace it for the world title can you come in so he was you know he he rarely prepared for this he did he barely prepared he didn't prepare at all for this fight he's never fought anywhere near this level so he just went in there got his money and tried to go out there and do what he did but as soon as the first three rounds went you could tell you could see the the difference in the levels and it was just Jafrad covering up in the high guard and just taking all the punches and by round five he sort of checked out and he, he was just waiting to go but his coach was kind of like like you said he was bullying him he was trying to get him to win the title like any coach should but just mentally, you can tell by body his language. Coach, his coach said something, though, and it was a, he was spitting as well. He said, "Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If 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 um, Joe's gonna lose, yeah, today's the day." Because yeah. it was a few times he was getting caught as well. Like, obviously, it was all Joe. I think Joe won all rounds, but he didn't like his normal self because he was fighting at the level his opponent was. So his coach was like, "Bro, if you if you're gonna beat this guy, this is the only time it's gonna happen." So his coach was spitting. Yeah, Joe looked like, like I said, like a sparring session you would. He was trying out new things. He wasn't really like what we normally know him for, like in the Hopkins fight, the Alvarez fight, stuff like that. He, he looked like he was trying to box on the outside, take his time and break the guard down rather than be aggressive and put the pressure. So that's why I looked a bit bad. But um, that's why, but that's the type of coach you need in your corner is like, you know, if he's doing all this, go knock him out and do it. But, you know, Jafar checked out mentally, he wasn't there. And he was complaining about his shows, complaining about this and that. He just want, didn't want to be there like Sam said. So it wasn't a great fight to watch in total, but it's just one of them ones where the circumstances forced this to happen. Unfortunately, we were robbed of the Johnson fight. It would have, That would have been a brilliant fight to watch. But now we move. It's either, there's only two avenues, in my opinion, for Joe Smith, which is either the unification with Baturbiev or like Sam said, the mandatory with Yard. One or the other, it's going to be a brilliant shootout for 2022. So make that in the summer and it's going to be a brilliant fight to watch. And I hope we do a watch along for that because it's going to be brilliant. Yeah, I'd love to see him in there with Yard, man. I'd love to see that. But um, Jude, let me come to you last as well. Did you did you manage to catch the fight? And what were your thoughts on um, Joe Smith Jr.'s performance? And what do you think the next steps for him are as well? Yeah, I watched the fight not live because again, that fight wasn't warrant warranting me staying up late. In fact, I was actually meant to go out that night, but you know, age is catching up to man. Because of course I you think, were, of course you were. I said, let me have a quick nap around eleven ish. Wake up at twelve hit the, the place I was meant to go. And, you know, I'll be back home four or five. I'll be able to catch everything, man. That nap turned to a full 10-hour sleep, man. I was gone. Bro, you've been dancing for, like, eight hours every day. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> not uh, whatever. But, but yeah, so I caught the the replay the next day. And I literally echo what Samson and Naima said and you as well, Dapo. The reality is he was just cruising, man. He wasn't... He wasn't Dicking it on my guy, do you know what I mean? It's like he was so comfortable, he knew there was nothing, there was no threat, so he didn't have any reason to step it up and try and get him, blast him out of there. And I feel like that sort of preparation is dangerous for a fight with someone like Anthony Yard because Anthony Yard, as we know, starts fast, or when he wants to start fast, he starts fast and starts hard. And the way Joe Smith Jr. fights, that's cool, man. What's going on with you two today, man? What's going on? Uh, Oh God! On. <laughs> Whatever, man. But, but, but yeah, so he can't do. He, like I said, his style, the way he fights is 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 very taxing on the body. So 
I feel like he knows that, which is probably why he didn't fight this fight like that and just go all guns blazing. But it's not going to help him when he links with when he links up with Anthony because Anthony's just going to stick it on him, and it's going to be a shootout. That's going to be a great fight. I don't want anyone to look at the this fight and think it's going to mean anything in the yard fight. All you should know is when the, when it gets cracking, he's going to put like it's going to be fireworks. That's not going to go past eight rounds. I promise you. So. Um, yeah, Joe Smith Jr. did what he had to do. It was a it was a decent fight. It was just, but it was what we're expecting. Like, like the Gerard or Jeff Rod, whatever his name is. I, if I was him, I'd be disappointed in myself. I'm dead serious. It's like you have your world title shot. You're never gonna get this chance again. And bro, just came to lay down. Like he didn't. Hey, they. Bro, I don't know how much they... I don't think they're paying him that much. Just Joe Smith ain't that big of a draw. Yeah. Look at what look at where it's he's... More than, oh, it's more than what he's ever had. had. Yeah, 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 it's more than what he's ever had. But still, bro, like... Acquit yourself properly, like, in case you... Because if you fought sick here, yeah, you know Eddie Hearn's shameless. If he done sick in that fight and lost, Eddie Hearn would be like, get Bivol or... Or... Or, um, or, or our boy, um, what's his name? Ratsy. Boatsy and say, ah, oh, Jeff Rod, he fought um world title fights. It was so great in it. You know, you know how Eddie is. He was fantastic in that yeah, world. Title. A, if I'm correct, he didn't even have a training camp, did he? No, no, he did not really. He was like, training for an eight rounder on a club show, and then he got a call the week before yeah. saying, "Come like, fight bro, bro, I would have, I would have let it hang, bro. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm saying. Like, we know you're not gonna win, but I'm, I'm surprised Daffo didn't say pause. But yeah, I would let. It all hang like I will throw it if I get knocked out in three or four rounds, fine. But at least <laughs> I am trying to, bro, because you're not I'm gonna, gonna... Have to, I'm gonna have to make a compilation of all these poor, these moments you like having on a ringside account because this is crazy right now. <laughs> no, but but yeah, that, that's my thing. Like, I feel like he didn't, he just as you said, he came, got his money, and, and bounced. But he could have made himself a household name depending on his performance, and he just didn't do that, or he could have been banged out like. But I had a big puncher, so you thought, you know what? Fam, bang me up, fam. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> you probably felt got power and say, Jay, you know what? Just just throw you it all what? in there, man. Just, just, just it's take like, me out. Fuck it. Yeah, well, as long as I try my best, isn't it? There's not ringside. You're just doing that the whole time. It's like... This isn't ringside fracas, man. This is bedside fracas, man. What the hell? <laughs> Anyway, I want to see him in there with um. Hopefully, see him in there this year with um Anthony as well. I think that's a cracking fight. Who do you guys think wins that fight, though? Anthony, man. Anthony yeah. wins. Yeah, man. Anthony wins that. I think he's just a fresh, fresh up, like faster, more explosive fighter. Joe's Joe's head, even in this fight, you could see even when he's trying to box, his head's too static. Especially in a shootout, your head shouldn't be that static and getting hit a lot with jabs and. Shots, so he's gonna Joe, Joe seems to find himself in a lot of balls as well. Like, and I think it's not even by choice, it's just a hit, like he, he gets forced into it. And someone like Anthony Yard, if you're not, he's he's slick enough to you know handle himself and keep himself safe and really, really like get to work on you. So, I think, bro, just... Anthony, Anthony is gonna, you know, like we although we're saying we like the new Anthony or the aggressive Anthony and coming forward and banging you out. Anthony's can easily revert back to the slick guy in this fight, the counter puncher, the yeah. I'm on the back foot throwing hooks. He can do that in this fight because Joe will come to forward, him. Yeah. will come to him. And Anthony can show all his array of tricks, his rolling the punches and 
Oh, ah, mate, Anthony, I, I, I have him as a, as a good favorite for me. Obviously, everyone's saying it's 50 50 or whatnot, whatever. For me, Anthony should win that fight and he should win him by knockout. Yeah, that's gonna be a sick fight. Hopefully, that, that, that happens as well. Um, and we can start looking to tie up this head break division as well. I want to see Boyce get his name in the mix as well. Hopefully, and then yeah, happy, man. I feel like he's kind of been he's been posting a lot recently. Hmm. I, don't know what, I don't know what that means, but I feel like I'm reading between the lines that like, yeah, that like, is coming, man. It's about time he steps up, man, and he gets himself like right in the mix because he's starting to fall short from the rest of the pack now. Even. Yeah, yeah, he needs to jump in. He needs to if he takes in. that, if he takes that Vlasov fight, he's back in there because Vlasov like easily number four in that division. So he yeah, him, he he's back in that type. He's in that type of contention. So he it's just needs to a, it. a bit of a hard. It's a bit of a bad situation when you think about it. It's like because if he loses. He's done essentially, like for um, you know, where where in terms of that, like, yeah. There's too many guys in there, like a, yeah, Smith, a, all those guys, and it's a really hard division. Whereas you could domestically get probably as much credit beating one of the domestic guys than find him. Do, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets yeah. more, more credit beating Callum Smith than you would Vlasov, but I rate Vlasov in that division more. Oh, than more. There you go. That's my point. I was like, how? So it's like, is this really a good move by Eddie? Is this is this another Eddie moment where he chucks, he's chucking in one of his fighters in with, with a killer. But, but we like, I like that. I like that. I hate this careful planning and all this bullshit people be doing, man. Fight it. Like we complain, we complain when um Conor Ben is being is going through the old people's home. Like, listen, let's let's be happy that Boatsy's out here fighting live dogs. Let's be. Ha- I'm happy with it, man. There's a lot of live dogs. You have to go to the flipping that like, pit bull. Yeah, I don't, listen, I don't mind. I really don't mind. Listen, let Boatsy do what it, if it works out here, we'll be here in the episode and say, fucking yeah, he's, no, he's ready. He's he's the yeah. next one. Do you know what I mean? And and if you're gonna prepare yourself for the two champions, you need to be sick. Although sorry, yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. But my problem, my problem with this is we will be saying this, but in terms of that like, commercially in the public. They yeah, might no one cares. Gonna, no one cares. Yeah, of course. Because I'm of like, course. are you better off beating one of the other guys? No, no, no. Of course, financially, commercially, is definitely better off beating someone like a, a Callum Smith. But Even again... A, uh, uh, Craig Richards. Yeah, yeah. He's 120%. But remember, like we said, them guys are also looking at their financial situation. Should I lose to Boatsy now and possibly be put in the back of the line and have to wait another two years to get a, a, a title shot? Or should we all just avoid each other till we get the title shot? That is, they're all playing the same game, and especially when they most of them are match in matchroom. Eddie can make those fights whenever he wants to, but their managers are probably saying no. We want our guys to to go after Bivol or Baterbiev or or Joe Smith. Like remember, they were chasing at one point they were trying to go through the WBO route, but Eddie hasn't got clout with the WBO like um, Warren and them man in it and and. So it's harder. So the WBA, the IBF, that's more matchroom. That's that's their boys, isn't it? So yeah, it's just it's interesting, man. I just I just can't wait till they all mix it. So they'll mix. So if Boatsy beats um, Vlasov, or I can't even say his name properly, God. But if Boatsy does him, beats him, beats Bivol, my boy, and beats um, Joe Smith, they should forget about their stupid managers and just unify. That's a big fight. That's a big that's fight. A fight. It's, it's, massive. Yeah, that's a huge, that's a huge fight for the UK as well. That's massive. Like, that's, that sells like the O2. Oh my God. That sells out the O2. I'm that's, there. 
That sounds like I'm straight. I'm getting my ticket straight. That is the culture all day long. Do you know what I mean? Fam, as well. fam that sells out the old. I don't think low key, yeah, I don't even care who wins that fight. Just seeing that. That's just yeah, Certain man will care a lot, so let's not say that out loud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Certain man would definitely care a lot still. Well, that is a um, brilliant. Yeah, I'll just have to see that, man. Just two guys from. I, I don't think. I, I, I don't, to you, I'll, I'll take that fight now. I don't care. I don't care about the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fam, we've been wanting that fight for like three years. Yeah. Easy. You know what? Sam, you know what you say, though? You can, they can make it a lot more juicier. Imagine both of them yeah, belts. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, they can make that the biggest, the bigger. But yeah, I'll take it now too. To be fair, I'll take it now too. That's like a domestic scrap. That that's like the biggest domestic scrap you can get in the UK. You can see them throwing it. You can see them like doing that running back three times. Easy. Yeah, easy, easy. And it'll make we'll probably make more money each time. So yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, um, moving on from the light heavyweight division, let's let's go into. Into into PBC land for a little bit. Uh, Samson's area of expertise. Uh, what's going on, with your boy Floyd? Oh, you man are set up. So are you taking the piss? <laughs> See, and if Floyd's not PBC, Floyd's and his own thing, man. I love it, man. Don't <laughs> bring that old guy around here like that. Get on, pretty boy Floyd. Let's get on, Floyd. He's fighting the old ass man who is Mr. Money Kick and running, like, rubbing the He's back. just robbing the bank. He's robbing the bank. I, I can't. I can't even hate on him. Like, Have you seen the guy he's fighting? I saw yeah, the the, the by prince's son or something like that. Isn't it? Like, like bit, lucky, isn't it? Well done. I, I wonder if he looked like when he fought that Japanese you. Same, same shit. Same shit. Like the boy just wants to be in there, so he fought for me over. Like fair enough. I hear it. Hopefully, Flo doesn't flog you like he flogged, flogged the Japanese boy when the Japanese boy. No, nah, do you know how funny that that fight was? I'm but sure. Think, he wasn't meant to, I'm sure. When he I watched that fight, I think I was crying tears. I'm 95% sure he wasn't meant to drop him. Yeah, Floyd knocked him out or dropped him or whatever, stopped him, and he started dancing. And he started dancing in the middle. The guy was crazy. I feel like, yeah, they've told each other it's, it's like contact, like, I don't, I'm not going to hurt you. Yeah, he just, just flogged And him. then the, that, that Japanese boy tried to slightly, like, he threw a body shot, and Floyd went, mm hmm. <laughs> After that, he flogged him. <laughs> like, like I'm sure this is just nothing but it's pantomime at this point. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, man. It's, 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 it's pantomime. It is rich kid living his dream, getting yeah. in the ring with Floyd. But listen, our guy is definitely going through something. Something's not right. You're saying Floyd's not PBC, but he said it himself. PBC, TNT, we're all the same people. We're all the same banner. So, hey, that's why you can definitely claim Floyd's PBC. Bro, if they say to you right now, yeah. Go and fight some like snotty. No, no, no. I'm not. Let's oh. again, again, again. Floyd Mayweather himself said after the Logan Paul travesty, "I am not doing this again." <laughs> he said it out of his own mouth. I am not. Yeah. Doing then it. they said he has number ten M's. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then no, no. And then he lost money on the Canelo investment. Here we go. Lost money on no, but it's true. PBC been losing money. They their dates, they're doing everything's pay-per-view now because they can't pay these guys what they want. They're losing, like they're not fighting the fights, the dates are not coming as frequent as they used to. So they have to be more sparse in terms of the fights. Like we even saw the 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 Batman boxing make the joke about the, the Thurman Barrios fight. No one's gonna watch that. Like, do you know you what know I mean? What? They're, I they're not that fight they're is not, terrible. 
bro, they're not making money. Ortiz, um, the pay-per-view rumors, 25k. It's probably less than that. So PBC financially aren't in the greatest place. Floyd Mayweather, I feel like he invests a lot of money in the PBC. I, I actually do believe that because at the end of the day, if that does well, he makes money. He's an investor, right? Also, there's rumors about him like he'll buy cars and he'll forget about them. And that's just a, a depreciate depreciation depreciating asset you're doing absolutely nothing with it and you know it like it's just going up in your in your balance books it's just you, i feel like it does a lot of ridiculous stuff i'm sure it is is asset rich but again the pandemic's probably flogged a lot of the stuff in vegas because you invested heavily in the vegas property market but the lockdowns all that shit i'm 120 sure that if that fucked it up so he's asset rich but cash rich I feel like he probably wants a lot of cash so he can do stuff. Like, you see all these dumb little promotions he's doing, NFTs and cryptos. Like, he even got sued. He got Bro, sued. He, re he recently got sued because he's just... any if, if a man... If you go to Floyd, yo, Floyd, I'm going to give you 200k, just chat shit for me. He'll do it. Because... But going back to this money mix situation, I'm not... Again, I can't be mad at him. If a rich Dubai millionaire or whatever, Prince, whatever that guy is, says, yo, I'm going to give you 10 M's or 20 M's or whatever he's guaranteed for the fight to beat up my son like that's the that's the thing that's killing me you're paying man to punch up your youth but right, cool they better drug him because if that's my son i'm like boy but anyway bro but yeah so, so so I, like floyd said he's not gonna do it again he's doing it do it it's gonna happen but bro you don't have to keep selling yourself like a whore and fighting these bullshit fights like, yeah, got fam, he is, he is going through trauma. He's definitely going through a mid midlife crisis. Like, you don't have to sell yourself like a to the highest he's bidder. A he's a slut, bro. Like, did you not see that video from Kanye West now? What's going on? Yeah, like, I, 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 <laughs> I feel like Kanye, I feel like Kanye probably paid him to be there. He's like, <laughs> Because he looks so uncomfortable. He was there in his, he was jogging, like, his jogging, jogging outfit. Like, he was going for a run. <laughs> it was me. Like, like, you know, that, that, that video was fucking bad. Floyd, we looked... A bear of us looks up to you when you was doing your thing. Like, I don't like to see you like this. He's going <laughs> sad. Like, uh? he's, he's going to pop a sad. Like, from time Bro. I'm silent, yeah. On this guy, <laughs> massive, like massive advocate for years on years. I barely even make, every time they talk about him, I'm like, bro, I care about his boxing. Him as a man mm -hmm. outside, don't, don't, don't liken me. We're not the same, okay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's going out so sad, man. Floyd was was the good. Oh, he's still. He, like, he's a granddad. You go look up to your grandkids or something, bro. Yeah, he's bro. a granddad. Bro, bro, he's that's what I, he's, he's he's a hillbilly. Like I always say, these man, yeah, they're like. You know, again, I'm not trying to be out of order or not all them stuff here, but he didn't he didn't finish school. You know them man that don't finish they don't really finish school, but they're so good at one thing that it makes them peas in it. So like he's not every when you're growing up here and you're not really learned like that, and all you all your communities tells you is make peas, 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 peas. That's all your brain's gonna be thinking in it. So any and the only way he knows how to make peas is with his fists. So if he's not making peas or he's, he feels like he's losing money, he, he probably panics and thinks, fuck, I need to go 
and it has to just get my money. I just go make peas. And, and, and don't disrespect him. He made smart investments. Like, you know, <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> I done, I done this and my team limit. Like he's got, he's got this. Like he's all right, man. I think Flair's. To be honest, I do think he's all right. I think he's just he's a proper slut. Like he's a proper slut. Man. He's a slut for money, man. It's ridiculous, bro. And these I guys, he's played for. Can't be flowing him your slot for money, though. But that's probably how you got rich in the first place. It's crazy. And he's a, he's a, he's, a, he's a proper clout whore as well. You can see that. Like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He loves. Oh clout. yeah, yeah. yeah he loves the attention, fam. Yeah. This is how you know he loves the attention. The Javante Davis presser. He was talking about himself. Yeah. Talking about Canelo, bro. Like, why are you talking about yourself and a man you already beat in your fighters presser? Who you're trying to promote? So, so, it's like, yeah, he loves that's him. hilarious. As much as Canelo lives, like as much as like Floyd is in Canelo's head, like Canelo definitely is in Floyd's head. Just equally, just oh, as like, like, he's better than him. Like, that's why, man. Rent shit, free. Man. They they live in each other's heads, rent free. And I thought, and I do know, I I they can never run it back as well, bro. Yeah, I know for a fact, Floyd is not happy. My man got forty mil and just ran off. Like yeah. they need that Charlo fight to happen. Like they need to get, they need to get back. Do you know what I mean? They need to make the money back. Forty m's. 40 M's and and you're gonna give um um plant 10 M's so 50. Oh nah, I understand why I'll be pissed off. If I was Floyd, I, I fully get it. Because Floyd is the one that robs the bank. You don't rob Floyd. Canelo just come flog your fire, this is gonna cut. Nah, nah, nah. Let's stick on this this Charlo. Um Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you will hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Canelo uh, rumor. So there's some rumors going around that Charlo and Canelo are going to. Now, this is proper PBC talk. Let's go. Let's go. Look at <laughs> Samson woke up, but he was very quiet with the floating. He said, ah, now we're talking about PBC properly. But um, yeah, there's, some, there's been some rumors about um, Jamal and Canelo probably getting it on maybe sometime this year. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on that. Uh, let me start with, let me start with the, the, the Oga, the boss of the PBC himself, the president of the PBC, Sam's. What's your thoughts on that on these rumors? That it needs to happen. It absolutely needs to happen. It's a great fight. It's a fight we've waited for years. They said that Kenneth's been running from black fighters for years as well. So let's get on. Like Charlo's a great, formidable name, and it's, and he's a live dog as well. Um, but if I be completely honest, first of all, this is at one six eight. I'm 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 a bit like okay. This is Charlo's best weight is obviously at one sixty. He's going to be moving up a weight division and what's really going to happen at that weight because Canelo right now at this current form is absolutely scary I don't think anyone's walking in there against Canelo and in their mind has a hundred percent conviction they think they're going to be Canelo so 
Am I really like confident? Absolutely not. I think another wins. I think another wins. Confident. No, I don't think of that. Because that was gonna be him. No, not, um, do you think possibly, you'll look better than than um, Wasp and Killer Plant? Though? Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be a, I think it'll be a more competitive fight because Charlo the way because Plant boxes essentially Charlo's Charlo. not boxer. Charlo's in there to take your head off. Lions only, even though they've they've shown you know they're a bit they can he can be a kitten as well. But don't get me wrong, it'll it'll be a good fight for what it lasts. But it's going to get stopped. It's, it's going to keep one hundred. Let me go to you next today. Um, what are your thoughts in the room, man? How do you see that fight going? That bum Jamal Charlo needs to cut it out, man. He needs to cut it out. He's been in 160 for what four or five years, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's had what five fights in the division. That's disgusting. He's not done anything at 160. He's best what in the other 160 fighters on, huh? In the last couple of years. So yeah. it's kind of not any of those 165 oh yeah, yeah all the 160 guys ain't the whole, done nothing, the whole, the whole but, but but in saying that it's because certain man jamal charlo not trying to fight guys he's not trying to unify with the the, the very dangerous and very credible um what's my boy what's wrong with my memory man Ugh, eddie Hearns, eddie Hearns boy man he's not trying to he's every excuse in the book to not fight andrade and that he's done that and then Benavidez told him, okay, cool. You say you want Canelo. Why don't you fight me at 168 when it gets Canelo? He says, oh, you're too young for me. That's what he said. He said, oh, I don't I don't want to fight no these youngsters. Now he's talking about plot. Like, he's been maneuvering through that 160, 160. It's, it's just not... I, listen, you say he used to be lions only. He used to be clean, head clean off, but now he's not that guy no more. So I promise you, if, if he links Canelo at 168, he's going to get stopped. He's gonna get beat up. No, his boy, his brother was crying for losing to Harrison. It's gonna be times three because he's gonna get beat by a Mexican um, guy that eats um, funny meat. So he's Yo, gonna... <laughs> oh my god, pause, bro! Them guys hate losing though. I like that, bro. Either way. PBC win because another big fight back to back with Canelo. So yeah, no, of course, of course. So if that that that's the rumor, obviously there was another rumor today that says he's gonna fight someone that purist ain't gonna like. So again, that means not Charlo. Everyone basically the PBC claim they want Charlo. The boxing world claims they want Charlo. But if the rumor's true that he's fighting someone that apparently boxing purist ain't gonna like, then it's unlikely to be Charlo. I want Jamal Charlo to fight Plant. Even if you beat Plant and then you call that Canelo, I'll be more on it. I'll be like, you know what? Cool, fuck it. There's a common common um, opponent and if you beat Plant better than Canelo did, then we can really bang the drum for you. But bro, you can't say uh, Canelo is docking you off a of Montiel UD. You just can't tell me. You can't do that. You can't do that. So Charlo needs to, to buck, his, uh, buck up his ideas. Fight Benavides like Benavides as well. That he keeps talking shit. Like Floyd, Floyd loves doing this. He loves using guys as attack dogs. Floyd Mayweather did not give two fucks about Benavides until he went and clocked that. Ah, oh, maybe Canelo might not be trying to fight this guy because this guy is probably the most dangerous guy in 160-168. Like that's all Floyd is doing. And Benavides, bro, you want that Canelo fight? I'm with you. I reckon you're probably the most dangerous guy to Canelo's unbeaten or unbeaten streak. But get a belt. You have nothing for him. It's crazy. It's like, guy wants a Canelo fight, like um, when Lara had it. 
Canelo's not going to do that for you guys no more. He's not just going to be like, oh, <laughs> let me let me just give you a fight because I can. No, have get a belt, beat Plant. I'm sorry, Plant. Um, put pressure on whoever the the interim is for the WBO, the IBF, the WBO, the WBC. Find out who the interim is, beat them up, become next in line, and get your title shot. Force Canelo to drop the belts, and then you can run with the narrative that the boy's ducking you. And people will be like, yeah, fuck it, he's ducking you. Don't come and have absolutely nothing that Charlo don't want to fight you, Plant don't want to fight None of these boys want to fight you, but you're out here trying to fight the cash cow. Like, these guys need to cut it out. I hope Charlo gets the fight because I'm tired of the narrative, innit? But if he doesn't, please fight Caleb Plant or Benavides or someone in the PBC because you guys have the run of the mill with the 160 division. And if these guys go to 168, you're going to have the run of the mill again. So they need to mix it up and winner stays on. Canelo has to fight. <laughs> That's it. Let me go to you, Naeem. What are your thoughts on the fight? Uh, with Charlo, I've always been um, like, I've rated him as the guy that can be at world level, that type of guy that to fight the world champions, but not. I've never seen him as the type of guy to take out the world champions at 160 at the time he was there. So Triple G or Canelo or dope guys. So again, he needs a high-profile fight to sort of, uh, you know, the hype that's behind him. He sort of needs to prove that. I, I still think he hasn't proven that in a sense. Like there's hype, but it's not proven yet because he hasn't fought that um, high-level fight. Obviously, Canelo's the elite of the elite now in boxing. You know, he's number one. He's the pound-for-pound pound king. So if it happens, I just think, you know, like, Sam said, Jide says, just walk, Canelo just walks through him. Um, has he warranted that fight? Not really. He hasn't done much to warrant it. He hasn't even bothered to unify. I don't think he's even bothered to unify in like middleweight. So, like, you've barely fought any champions. And then you won't, you know. But there's this thing that's happening in 160 and 168 and even 175 where you're having the champions and the contenders saying, I want the Canelo fight without doing much to warrant it. So they'd rather wait around to, for Canelo rather than doing making moves to get them that fight because they know there's risk that they lose that and then they won't get that payday that they're looking for. So like Canelo said, all of those guys are looking for a payday. Like Baterbiev calls out Canelo, but I'm thinking Bivol's right there. Joe Smith Jr. is right there. Take him out first. If you become undisputed, watch how Canelo will come to you. Like Canelo will come to you if you're undisputed because he'll, he'll get the chance to become undisputed in two weeks. So same with Triple G. You're... Okay, fine, fair enough. You're unifying against Morata. You know he's he, he's doing his thing, but again, he was sort of waiting around for Canelo. Same thing with Andrade. Same thing, with, uh, Charlo. And the thing, uh, Gide said, you know, the um, pure boxing purists won't like it. That um, source, that same source, for some reason, came out and said, "Oh no, they'll love it." So these boxing writers as well and the journalists are doing this weird thing where they don't know themselves who the May opponent's going to be. So now I'm at this point. I don't know if it's going to be Charlo. I don't know if it's going to be Lukaku. If yeah, it's Charlie, I'm happy. I saw them say they love it. I was a bit confused. Yeah, yeah. So that they, they don't know. That's the thing. Like, it's, it's, I think they're keeping it under wraps. I think they're just trying oh. was in it to get headlines oh. and clicks. So, like, whoever it's announced, it's going to be, it definitely has to be someone big for Canelo's sort of um, brand to keep going. It can't be like another Yieldrum type fight because Yieldrum, yeah, he had to take it because of the mandatory. So, I think it'll either be Charlo, Andrade, um, it won't be a light heavyweight. It'll probably be a Charlo Andrade, or he'll just wait for the Makabu fight that's going to happen at the end of this month. He's going to be Andrade. That would be terrible. It it'll still sell because they'll use the narrative of that whole um, get out, get the fuck out of here, man, get the fuck out of here. So, <laughs> so but yeah, 
like it's just rumors and, and not r- many people know who's gonna fight at that time. So God is tricky though, man. That'll be a sick Boy, fight. Yeah. Andrade is a tough, tough fight. Tough fight, and Eddie Hearn will pray he chooses him. Although, although, Eddie, although Eddie Hearn is shameless, like Eddie Hearn's out here saying, Oh, none of these guys deserve a Canelo fight. And they ask him, well, What about Andrade? He's like, Listen, you man, you promote Andrade, but he's like, Listen, I've, 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 I've had one on ones with Andrade. I'm just telling him personally, as a mate, that he doesn't deserve the fight. I'm like, Ah, ah, he, he sucks. Nah, I hate Eddie Hearn, man. What do you mean, he as a mate? He sucks. I told you, like, you know, you don't have to be listening no, but, to me. No, it's not, but it's not just that, though, Samson. Like, all of these men will do exactly the same thing. It's Canelo Alvarez. It's like when Floyd was by himself. Richard Schaefer was come on. This guy was rimming him crazy. Like he wasn't. <laughs> he was. <laughs> oh my god! How can you say that, fam? What happened? Um, how can you say that? So look into the camera and continue talking. What happened like... to Ghana? It's getting worrying there. Fam, what, what happened to Ghana for real? Facts. <laughs> but but okay, <laughs> let me go back to it. But, clap, Richard, <laughs> Richard Schaefer was basically like. It was it was it was loving off Floyd. Him us all these men were loving off Floyd so much they weren't putting pressure on him to fight their like to fight the other fighters that they promoted. Oscar did obviously Oscar had all the all the guys, so it was Floyd Mayweather versus Golden Boy. But at that time Oscar was out here saying Floyd is the best fighter ever. Like I remember that interview. I forgot who he was meant to fight next and he was saying, Oh Floyd Mayweather fought a lot of fighters and I can't lie, Floyd is, is probably the best fighter I've ever fought, blah blah. It was just like Giving Floyd praise, you would never ever expect from Oscar because Floyd was fighting his fighters. You know what I mean? So what Eddie's doing with with Canelo is not, not it's nothing new. It's just the the highest paid guy in the sport, the biggest name in the sport. You're gonna do anything to like placate him to so you can fight your fighters, and that's what he's doing with the Andrade situation. But but yeah, so if it's Andrade, yo, I'm happy for Andrade, but I also believe he's not done enough to earn that fight. Like, I hear you that all these guys are ducking you. I fully hear you. They are. But if they, if that's what your situation is, boy, then you got to do some crazy shit. Like, I'm not saying do a Kel Brook and go fight Baterbiev, but fam, do something. Do you know it's what I mean? A sticky situation. The it, it, situation's peak. It is peak. It's unfortunate, but bro. Isn't that who needs him club? And yeah, yeah, he is. And, and when you're in that sort of club, you have to do crazy shit. Okay. You have to do something crazy. And if it works out for you, then the world's your oyster. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, man. But yeah, man. I, I have no sympathy for Benavides. That guy, like, he had the WBC belt, then he lost it because he went went and did cocaine. So I don't really care. Like, you had the belt fair enough, and like, you are probably one of the best super middleweights. But who told you to go around doing cocaine? So like, move like Tyson Fury, fam. Exactly. Oh. So. Yeah, moving on. Your boy Jude. He's been complaining about his previous massa. What's going on? Terrence Crawford, Dorsey on Bell and talk to me, man. What's going on with, with, with Crawford and Massa? What's going on? Huh? Uh the 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 Crawford Aram situation is just it's funny. I feel like this is more Crawford doesn't it's hard to it's hard to to say what I want to say because I don't want to say something ridiculous in it, but I feel like personally, this is more revenge from Crawford. I feel like it's ill-advised. The guy, so basically, the lawyer that's representing Crawford represented Mikey Garcia when they took Aram to court. So he's got a vendetta against Aram, and he low-key lost that because 
he cost Michael Garcia two years of his career. And then when that they were about to get um the the entire process was about to wrap up, then Aaron was like, you know what, fuck it, I'll release you from the contract. But Aaron's already done damage to your career and has already done damage to your client's career. So you didn't really win that. So I feel like he's got a vendetta against Aaron, innit? And he's he's probably got into Crawford's ear and say, you know what, Crawford, um Aaron promised you two fights in your when you renewed your contract. Aaron promised you two fights in 2020 or 2019 or one of those years, and he only delivered you one. So because of that, he didn't um fulfill his contract or his obligation. So that's the main sticking point of the con- of the of the lawsuit that Aaron didn't fulfill what he said he was gonna do on a contract. But the issue now lies in when you now say he was being racist. We've all said Aram is probably racist. We've all said Aram treats certain fighters different or X, Y, Z. We all have that inkling in it. But in this law, in the law, civil or criminal, it's not what you think or what you know is what you can prove. And the issue is you're trying to prove this guy is discriminatory to you. This is where it's a bit difficult because you're getting paid. Your guarantee is more than anyone else in top rank. I believe it was more than Loma. Yeah, yeah, way more. Your guarantee is more than anyone else in top rank. You've been put on pay-per-view more than Loma or any of the other fighters. So you have that. So you're saying because he says, oh, you're a shit fighter um, and he criticised you publicly, that's just him being an arsehole. You can be an arsehole, but being an arsehole and being racist and being discriminatory are two different things. Aram has been an arsehole to many fighters. Many, many fighters. And again, he has done it to black fighters. And we've seen this. We've seen this consistently. But he's allowed to be an arsehole. There's nothing wrong with your promoter being an arsehole. That's just you lot. As long as he's fulfilling his fiduciary duty and paying you what your guarantee was, he can say what he said. If he's losing money on you, he's not lying. If you can prove that he's lying, but he's not lying. He's lo- He lost money on you. They didn't promote you. You say they didn't promote you well. Okay. What is Bob Aram meant to do as a promoter? As like he said, these are the fights that are happening. He put the the put it out there to the boxing world. He got you the date. He got you the venue. He got you the 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 platform where the fight's gonna happen. What else you actually like? Again, I'm not I'm not a top round. I I don't like top round, but I'm just here trying to understand this. What else is he meant to do to promote you more? Because at the end of the day, um, making a pay per view star is not a you just not every the reason why you, you don't have. Yeah, the reason we don't have bare pay-per-view stars is because no one really knows. It's it's hard to make a star. It's not easy. There's so many factors goes into it. Your your heritage, your style. Like, you could have everything and not be a pay-per-view star. Do you know what I'm saying? You could be the most explosive fighter, get knockouts, you're charismatic, you talk, you do, and you're still not a star. No one, you would be a star. You'd be a star if you did that. <laughs> not, not necessarily. Like, for example, people out here saying Tank's a star. Tank don't talk. I don't think he's a star, but in the new view of boxing, people try to shout, shout, Tank's a star. The only well, thing Tank's like, tanks. knockouts. He doesn't talk. He doesn't know how to talk. He's obnoxious. He, hey, he that's it. That's the selling point. That's he selling doesn't point. for himself. No, but again, I, this is me. This is people claiming he's a star. I don't think he's a star. Not being able to sell fucking 60K pay-per-views don't make you a star, but but yeah. So my thing is with, with Crawford is you're trying to say this guy has done the way he talked about Al Heyman. Bro, Bob Arum talks crazy about Eddie Hearn. Like, there's so many ways you can 
dissect what this guy has done. And now you've had Layla Ali and Tim Bradley come out and say, Bob Arum has treated them perfectly. I've never, ever been discriminated. At. Bro, so you, now you're your own black brother. Of course, Tim Bradley would say that. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm definitely with that. I, I feel that in it. I'm not denying that. But my point is, it's not what you think you know or what you feel. It's what you can prove. Yeah. And there is nothing contractually, um, even go through. In, in, like, there's nothing you can pull out. Unless that's what I said. Unless he has a crazy audio, like the the Golden Boy situation when they got the Golden Boy um yeah. president saying that crazy. Sh- unless he's got something like that on Aram. This is going nowhere. It's going nowhere. And bro, you're trying to sue them for being discriminatory for your race, for you being black, with not that meant much circumstance circumstantial evidence. And I just feel like he's doing it for revenge. He's doing it because Aram came out and said, We've lost money on you. I could have bought a big house in Beverly Hills. You don't sell shit. Blah 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 blah. And I get it. I'll be hurt as well. When your promoter is out here talking crazy on you. In front of everyone, you're the pound for pound start, and he's talking crazy on you. That's that was hurt. So I just feel like it's a revenge thing, isn't it? But he needs to be careful because now he's become a free agent. What PBC said, oh yeah, why don't you become a free agent? Yeah, you're a free agent. You still can't get the fights you want. They're not they're not giving you the fights that they they claimed. Once you become a free agent, you're gonna get. So now you're burning your bridge with top rank. You're burning your bridge with top rank. The PBC aren't gonna do you any favors they don't give a fuck they're about they they got their own issues they got their own problems so they're not helping you out now what avenues have you got in and around your weight eddie hunt has no power at 147 158 and um he just doesn't have power on those weights so the the only other big promoter was top rank and now you've completely burnt that bridge with what you're doing you you're basically your hopes and dreams lie with the pbc and as we can see, Tim Smith came out and said, "Bro, we can't pay you what you think you what you think you you deserve." They don't, they've not even gone and said to him, "What do you think you deserve?" They just said, "We do, we can't pay you what we think what you think you deserve." We think the the, the financials for that Spence fight is just not right. What you what you think you're going to deserve, we can't give it to you because you're not a star. Because you're not this. You're not that. Like, bro, you just burnt. The other bridge, the guy that was that could have gotten you a Josh Taylor fight. Again, I'm not out here to try and say a Josh Taylor fight is as big as Spence, but apart from the Spence fight, how many big fights that can commercially? Yeah, who was fight? Do you know what I mean? A Josh Taylor fight would have probably made him the most amount of money outside of any PBC guys, and you've probably burnt that bridge now. Although you're both with Daniel Kinahan, so maybe something can be worked out. Bob Arum ain't gonna do you any favors now. And now you're going to go through a, a drawn-out process in court and you're 35 years old. Like, it's just, I don't understand the the thinking. It doesn't make sense to me. And I'm a Bud fan, but I'm more than happy to be critical of him, of this move. This is, a, for me, it's a stupid move. But he's done it. Good luck to him. Again, Bob Arum's a scumbag. I, I want Bob Arum to get hurt, like, financially. No, not physically. Okay. Not- that pause was a bit oh, long. No, 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 not physically. Hey, not physically. One band, my arm is dead. Ah, man, the guy's 90 years old. But I want him to get hurt financially because, he, like we said, the reason why the PBC are doing what they're doing now with this in-house stuff was because of him. He had Tim Bradley, Marquez and Pacquiao fighting each other like a million times when we had the young Thurman out there. We had um, Porter. We had all these guys looking for fights. Top rank throws them out. This, so 
now they're doing it to top rank. I'm not like Samson said before and said it many times on this pod. He's not mad at it, innit? I'm not, I'm just disappointed as a boxing fan because we're not getting the fights we want. But all this shit, Bob Arum started it. I'm pissed off at Bob Arum for how he treated Guillermo Rigendal for winning a fight. Like he made him the reason why Rigendal had the, the profile he had in all these guys says he can't sell out and he can't do this, he can't do that, was because my man won a fight. He did not want to make the Rigo and the Nair fight. The, the, the hardcore boxing fans forced him to make that fight. He thought he had the, the judges in his pocket. He thought HBO had him on the pocket. The narrative was there. They were just going to stick it on, on Rigo. But Rigo done the Nair so bad that they just destroyed his career for winning a fight. That is just scummy. I've, I just, I've never seen anything like that as a since I've been a boxing fan. I've never seen anything what they've done to Rigo. And then at the end of the day, you sold him to Loma to build up Lomachenko. This is partly why a lot of black fans hate Loma. I can't even lie to you. A lot of them hate Loma because of what Bob Arum done with, to Rigo, to Loma. Making this guy jump up two weight classes to fight your new star boy. Again, I love, I love Loma, by the way, but I'm just saying. So so this is where the narrative that uh, he treats Loma more favourably, but it doesn't because he's put you... Crawford are more pay-per-view fights. It's giving you a larger guarantee. And when Loma is supposedly his angel, the guy that everyone loves in the sport. So I just don't, I don't understand this, this lawsuit. If he wins, I'm happy for him. But I just the pub the and you know boxing is a very like tribal and racist sport. You've divided the fans now. You have one side saying, Yeah, he's definitely right. Bob Arum's a racist, blah, 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 blah. And most of them are like PBC, BLM, you know, them them sorts. And then you have the other side of the rest of the, the boxing fans saying, oh, here we go, using a race card. Da, da, da. And now you've alienated another potential fan base. You know what I mean? It's just, unless you have, like I said, if he has the concrete audio or video of Bob Arum moving mad, then yes, we won in it. We won Team Bud, Team Crawford, we're here. But I just don't feel like he has that, so... Yeah, man, that's that's all I got to say about that. Obama is mad, but I don't think he's that dumb. To give yeah, him, I, I don't like, think he's stupid enough to to. It's, leave gonna it's just gonna be how he feels. He's been treated versus maybe other fighters or something. I have no idea, but 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 we know the law doesn't care about how you feel. Is you can't say, oh, I, I feel this guy was being racist to me. Okay, prove it. Oh, well, he said I'm a shit fighter. I can't sell. Okay, let me see the pay per views. Oh shit! You sold 170k. They, the fight cost 10 mil. They've lost two million on you. Yeah, he's right. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's yeah. how? How do you? How? How? Oh yeah. Sam, what are your thoughts from the other side? It's quite simple. The the guys finally woken up. The the, the hillbillies finally taking the glass tinted um, the rose tinted glasses off and realized that yeah, he should have crossed the road ages ago, and now. He, he was so gassed and confident that now that when he goes um when he goes like goes on his ones he's gonna go out there he's gonna be able to command the money he thinks he can command but they're telling him bro you don't sell money you don't you don't sell fights you don't sell no ticket you don't sell no pay-per-view you're not a star the way you think you are and we understand you've got 10 kids and you need to feed them but sorry mate this ain't a charity shop so it's either you accept this money or you don't like and that's why this that's why they're basically telling him up front, we want to make the fights, but you need to stop pricing yourself out. It's as simple as that. He's very likely gonna go pro Bellum because they're they are chucking money around. And I know he's he spent quite a bit of time in Dubai as well. So um hopefully maybe they might help help him out a little bit so the kids can finally get their own beds. But if not, what a wasted career. Like you finally got to 
you find that you got to the stage where um, you're a pay-per-view vile, but you just didn't get paid because you stuck with a guy too long. So Bob Arum basically gave him a, a high guaranteed person quite early when, when he resigned and said, yeah, you're going to get five, five million and so forth. I think it was like a 20 million package of deal. So you got overpaid. Simple as that. So like you took the money, you sold, you sold to the devil. You could have easily. So, so how can you say that? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> how can you say that with the kids on their own beds? Keep them hundred. Just bury them. Just bury them. Like, uh, there's no way. Like there's no way he knows all the names. It's impossible. <laughs> oh my god! But it is what it is, isn't it? Like. Either way, like. He's pissed. He's in such a pissed position, yeah. So, um, do you guys think you should just take that eighty twenty versus Spence? But at this point, when they come back up with a new contract, say, listen, if they give him forty percent, he doesn't take it. I don't hear anyone say he's not ducking. Simple as that. It's as simple as that. If they say forty percent, yeah, on the table, you get the fight, Spence. No one should say he's ducking. He's not yeah, he he's ducking. Because what do you what do you, what do you want to do? Like, just give him a charity case. Like it's not a charity case. What yeah, no, no, no. I, I, listen, I've always said if they offered him forty percent, but they haven't done it. They haven't offered him nothing in it. But if they offered him forty, and he says no, I'm with you. I'm, I'm like, yo, this guy's. Basically, he's denied. He said no to forty. But, but, but they're not doing that. Like again, PBC's head of finance, Tim Smith, said, we just don't. People are gonna, uh, people are gonna illegally stream the fight, which is why we ain't made it. They've killed this fight, bro. They no, said what that. he said was no. You said he did. He definitely did say that. Let's not don't I'm not, don't no, I'm not, no. But I'm saying that's a, that's a nice like one line to pull out of a whole like. Um, but but I, I've already said he also said that they said that um they can't give him the money he feels like that he, he, he feels he deserves. There you go. What does but, that mean? He doesn't know the number. He doesn't know the figure because he even said himself he doesn't know the figure. But he but just it, feels that it doesn't. Um, they just don't. They don't have it. Like, that's me. That's ridiculous. If you're no, no, that's ridiculous. That just means they're not even. If you claim you're the A side and you claim you want to fight, you're gonna at least go. Okay, what do you think? Let me reach out to your team. Let let let's even start preliminary talks. If it's a guy is saying, that. yeah, if a guy is saying 50, 50 or nothing and shouting that on the internet, yeah, yeah, you know that there's no point. To do but 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 that's what um Pacquiao and all them lot were doing. But still, guess what happened? Floyd reached out and they had preliminary talks and they hashed out a deal. If Black you really players. remember, remember David Hay always says, if two fighters really, really want to fight, there's nothing promoters can do to, to no, they can't stop that fight. And I once, believe that it's quite simple. Once we get past Fry you guys here, send him packing. Listen, once you beat you guys, once 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 that ducker beats you guys, like you've killed the fight. Your team's killed the fight. The fight isn't as as big. It's it's, it's lost that source. That, that it's lost that nice. It's lost the source. It's lost the source. If once he beats you guys, yeah, it's lost the source, man. If that fight happened in 2019, I think, I think it depends on how he looks versus you guys, man. If that fight well, happened in 2019, to Porter, that fight is absolutely huge. If that fight happened in 2019, it would have done 500k pay per view. It's, it's a better fight now. Crawford's in a better Crawford, Crawford today not, is a better doing, fight. A that, more fight that, fight, that fight, if it happens, is doing 200k because of the what PBC has done. Yeah. Because of because of what your 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 camp has done, they've they've killed the fight. They're great at that. PBC are great at killing oh, fights. Man, I feel that fight is massive, especially now that he's not fight. my man. What's the biggest fight in boxing. That fight was bigger 
it was bigger. It's lost a lot. Is, it's yeah. lost, as an actual fight fan, yeah, even me as a Spence fan, I'm accepting that Spence was probably better off fighting him two years ago when Crawford was light at the weight. The Crawford I saw against Porter, I was pushing Porter back, has me nervous. Yeah, but you have to remember, when is that fight going to happen? My guy's 35. You're not, you're not, you're not getting younger. I don't think it's, it's happening. happening later this year, bro. It's happening. I don't, because it's, it's January. It's January 16th, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. it's happening here. You know why? Because Crawford's back but, against Crawford. I promise you, they're fighting. Um, the winner of that fight is fighting the mandatory end of the year. This fight, if it happens, happens in 2023. Nope, it's happening this year. Crawford's it's back. Not, it's not. They got the mandatory. The reason the WBO, WBA allowed them is because they said they were going to have the, the mandatory fight right after. They have to clean that situation up. This is what so, we need. I'm telling you now. We need your Crawford's back against the wall to have feel like, oh my God, I'm about to finish my career and I haven't bust and I'm no, no better. No, we, no we didn't better. need that. We needed yeah. Spence to stop so being now a I need to realign yeah, and accept where I am in the market. No. That's what we need. This no, no. ego. Your guy, your guy was changing goalposts every single opportunity they got. Oh, the guy said notice that he said that if it's not 50-50, don't call my phone. One please. tweet. Do you, know what? Do you know why this guy's shameless? They will something does this, it did this with AJ one, as well. They will find one, one thing on, that, that on video. but you're gonna you're gonna ignore minutes. you're gonna ignore everything else Spencer's done from saying 70-30 to saying come to the side of the street. You know, and what you saying, said actually was it doesn't matter if I give him 60-40 or 70-30, he accepts it. That's what he said. That was the exact but it's, no, and he tweeted uh 70-30 and what fuck it. That's what he deserves. Yeah, it's 70-30, fuck it. Because because he could because he's not even deserving of 30 percent He's not. <sighs> He's not. See what? Why is he not deserving of thirty percent? Spencer's <laughs> best pay per view is three hundred k, right? Supposedly. And all of Crawford's Bud's, Bud's best what one ninety. Crawford's entire pay per view career has not one ninety. So if we're gonna do the math, 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 one ninety to three hundred, hundred and ten k pay per view difference. That is not seventy thirty. You're crazy. It's not seventy-three. Let me break it down, yeah. Crawford's done about four or five pay-per-view fights, yeah. They have not their entire his entire pay-per-view career has not come to an accumulation of one Evil Spence pay-per-view fight. That's bullshit. That's crazy. That's bullshit. Go check. Go check. Go check. You know it's bullshit. Come on, man. Come on. Come on. I know. I know we want to troll, but come on. You know it's bullshit. Tell your boy Spence. Listen, tell your boy Spence. When, when, when Crawford was at it saying, was was that boy Spence? Was that so called supposedly big fish? No, I was doing that. You know, you know, you know what Spence done? You know what Spence? Spence lied. This is how, how shameless Spence is. He lied that he called he called Crawford and then deleted his tweets. And the crew was like, wait, why are you deleting tweets? If you if you supposedly call me, you wouldn't delete tweets. That's shame. Wait, 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 wait. wait, wait. That when is shame. When Crawford was in that water. Okay, 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 cool. But why was Spence deleting tweets though? Why is he wait. lying? Why is Spence lying? When Crawford was in oh, the wait, can you answer that question? I'll answer your question. I, 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 I didn't see it. I don't know, but I didn't. I didn't oh, you see it. When Crawford was in the water, it's because he realized that, wait, he earned money, yeah? So that was him in the water, first of all, taking a, sh- taking a shower. And secondly, yeah, he realized that he might have to drown himself. He's 35 and he hasn't made no money. So at this what point... What do you mean he has, he's made a lot of money? His guarantee was at three mil, minimum. He made peace. He stand all to child support. <laughs> Fam, Spence ain't making money. That's the guy that ain't making money. Spence is not making money. With what? what? The only time he made money was the Mikey Garcia fight. Every Boy, other yeah. fight, what's he making? 
Let's pray for Crawford anyway. Let's pray for him. But um, let's start a ringside foundation. We get names of uh, opinions on that um, lawsuit, and then we'll move on to the next topic. Yeah, what's wow. your, what's your, what are your thoughts? I don't know shit about what goes on in top rank. I don't know what they do. <laughs> These men might be doing like flipping weekly company orgies. I don't know. I don't care. Then do them in it. Like, if he's racist, you've got evidence. Like Jada said, you got evidence. Then show it in court or whatever. You know, in your lawsuit. But in terms of career. It's gonna get long because Bob Arum's the superpower in the sport. Same with you know Eddie Hearn and um, uh, Al Heyman. They're, they're the type of guys you don't want to piss off, especially when you're in the sport. So, but if if you can prove it, it, you win. But if you don't, it's a long end to your career. So we'll see in it what happens at the end of it. But uh, like Jude said, it just feels more like revenge, and it feels like a step in the wrong direction. Just after he took a good step in the right direction from beating. Porter, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, I think the fight gets more. The Spence fight is now more difficult to make than it was after the Porter win, but we'll see. Just the, the, one of them ones. Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, cool. Let's just end the show on a quick preview. Um, Gary Russell Jr. versus Mark Magsayo. Magsayo. I don't know his name. Versus Mark um, <laughs> for the WBC featherweight belt. <laughs> Uh, let me start with you, Neem. Um, What are your thoughts on this fight and how do you see this fight going? Uh, give us your, your prediction as well. Like the president said uh, of the PVC, wow, Gary's still alive. <laughs> um, the guy hasn't fought in like, what, two years? So it's like, it's hard to give a proper preview because like, you don't know what he's going to look like, especially like, after, not two years, but like after a year. I think it's about, I, I forgot how many days it's been. It's been, been like 400, 500 days since he last fought. So you can never tell what a guy's going to look like. And Mark, I can't lie. Initially, I never knew nothing about Marks. So I think, oh, like them ones. I looked into it, and Marks actually pretty highly rated in terms of the division. He's like top ten in three of the belts. Um, he's undefeated, uh, so you know he could actually bring it to. And I've watched some of his clips. He could actually bring it to Gary Russell if he's not, you know, on it. Gary is that type of guy where we know he's an amazing talent, um, and he could go on to consolidate the entire uh, featherweight division. That's how good he is. The only problem is is his inactivity and the whole thing with PBC where they allow him to fight once a year and no one does anything about it. Like his last fight was in 2020 and WBC haven't said anything about him stripping him. The same way on the other side, the WBA haven't said anything to uh, Leo Santa Cruz. But it's, it's one of them ones where you, we, it, it's likely that there could be an upset because of the layoff, not because maybe Mark is better than uh, Gary, but more that after this layoff, you're going to be so rusty that a good contender like, Mark can take him out, so we'll see. It's going to be, I think it's, it's going to be a cracking fight, though. Like 12 rounds, if it goes 12 rounds, and it's going to be pure action from start to finish. But I hope, I just what, hope. Is, what is left for Gary Russell Jr. in his career? Um, I don't know why anyone cares about him, bro. Yeah, like, like, I don't care about I don't care about it. He used to back in the day when it was a when it was still up and coming before he won his world title. I was a huge fan. His hands were ridiculous. He's quick. I remember they used to do that poll. Who has the fastest hand in boxing? Him and Khan and Woody and Pacquiao. They used to have, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, the guy was exciting combinations, head like it was amazing. And then this guy will be fighting once every 18 months. Like, why would I, why should I care about your career, bro? I don't, I can't lie, I don't care about this fight. I'm gonna watch the highlights. I'm, I'll see who wins, 
I can't even, I don't even want to even do a preview for him. The, the goal, the absolute audacity for him to come out and say he should be in the pound for pound list. How dare you? How dare you? Is he crazy? You know what? Nah. Let's, let's get some slack though, because I do I did hear about um he's he has a, he's been training himself for this fight. So I can't lie to you. I, I don't really know much about this Mark Magsayo guy, but I do feel like if there's ever gonna be an upset, this could be the upset, like your long yeah. last layoff. And you're training yourself because your dad's um had his foot amputated. Damn. Yeah, yeah, he had diabetes, so he's and his brothers are training him and stuff along them lines. So it's it's like one of them fights where it could probably go unknown. You, you wake up next day and hear that oh yeah, Gary and Russell lost. And you're like, What? Yeah. <laughs> you expect him to get through with Mark Max. I just saying he's a lot more ranked than um with our next day better for probably just come back, you know. Um Get your hands, get your uh, test yourself like in the waters again, again, type fight. But if it's actually a decent fight, then fair bit, and then so be it. But we hope Gary's, uh, Gary Russell's up to scratch and he's like, you know, on his A game. But it's a long layoff and it sounds like preparation is not great. So, damn. So, we all, we all think Gary Russell's going to win then, but upset. I, I don't know. It's it's hard to to, to decide because he's been away for so long. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, his, his last fight was February eighth, twenty twenty. That's basically two years. So yeah, I doubt we'll do a prediction league for this one. No, that's not fair. But yeah. I legit don't care about his career, man. He let me down. You let me no, he let me. Down. I was high on him. I was yeah. high, super high on him. But if you're mm. coming out here, like he must, he must be some big drug dealer, or he must be banging mad f because, bro. You fight once every two years, yeah. Where are you getting money, bro? You must bang F. They're out here wrapping up my boy Hush Puppy, but they're not looking at Gary Russell. <laughs> nah, man. Nah, man. We need to investigate that. We need to investigate that real quick. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's it for today's show, man. We've covered we've covered a lot, actually, uh, today. But, um, yeah, we're going to probably head off now, guys. Make sure you guys interact with us on Twitter as well. And um, you, you can catch this episode on um, YouTube and um, on the streaming sites as well. All links will be available on our on the Ringside uh, Twitter account. And any information you guys need about us is also there as well. Make sure you hit us, give us a follow on each of our accounts and give us a review as well. Um, yeah, that's it from the team. And we'll hope to see you guys next weekend. Thank you, guys. Scary. Uh, <laughs> changed you, man. Uh, yeah, yeah, Lennox Lewis. Lennox, I'm coming for you. Is it frustrating to train like you did and then have no, this I, in seven I or eight seconds? I only trained probably two weeks or three weeks for this fight. I had to bury my best friend and I dedicated this fight. I wasn't going to fight. I dedicated this fight to him. I was going to rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Lipton. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from their floor. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. Now, Mike, Mike. Sports Social Podcast Network.